Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365. After a good single malt, you sound like one. What can I get you guys? Oh, the usual podcast whiskey, something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves. Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes. That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about? Our podcast, Office 365 Distilled. Episode 36. Wow, it's coming It's coming up really close now. And the funny thing okay. is, I'm turning 38 in like seven or eight weeks, something like that. Weeks. And actually, this, <laughs> this podcast is going to be 38 before I am. <laughs> That's true. Does, if it's seven or eight weeks, so that will be three podcasts, 36. It will be Ooh. very close to 40. <sighs> Ooh. Maybe there's a coincidence there. I was also looking in a whiskey store the other day because uh, we went actually went out. We went out. It was so cool. We went shopping on Friday mm. and found a new whiskey store in Oust. And I was oh, thinking, really? that Ooh. looks like a really cool place to record a podcast. I've tried this before, but I might actually give them a call and see whether they'll go for it. And they had bottles of Irish in the window as well. So that was neat. <laughs> but nice. I am disappointed. You are? How so? There's all these young people that do a podcast, and yet you and I, old buggers, can't even start a podcast without going for a pee first. Is that just in case? Is that just in case we can't get to the end? Well, no. I've I've just been drinking a lot of water all day long, and then uh... I say that to my doctor as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full and then, and then I have a, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and then I have to say, we just mentioned uh, my ding-a-ling-a-ling, and um, yeah. it reminded me of that wonderful Chuck Berry song. So I've just got the lyrics, okay? When I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother brought me a cute little toy, silver bells hanging on a string. She told me it was my ding-a-ling-a-ling. Altogether now, my <laughs> ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling. Oh, Okay. It's going to be one yep. of those, I'm afraid. It's going to be one of those episodes. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> I hope everybody's ready. Just a second. Here, you can hear the ting, 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 ting of people turning off the podcast. Yep. Either those are all going, oh, yes, we like these podcasts. What the fuck are they going to talk about next? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. What are we going That's to talk true. about, actually? Look, and in the video phone, I've got notes. You've got notes. Oh, no. There was this yep, one well, time when you had notes as well, around episode 12 or something, when you had some notes, and that that turned out very <laughs> poorly. So the same notes. Do I have to get different notes each episode? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I was actually thinking that I enjoyed the last podcast we did so much, and you had, we had all those notes taken, and we didn't use them. True. You know the one where we were going to talk about search and have a good in-depth conversation about search? Oops. Yeah. Oops, exactly. <laughs> so so there you go. So actually, let's talk about one of our listeners who actually asked us a question, which we had yes. a conversation about yes, earlier. Yes, yes. Let me grab the question. Martin Evans. Yes, Martin. While you're grabbing your bits, what is it you're grabbing? You're going to grab the question itself, no, yeah, or do we just give yes. the gist? Uh, no, well, the, the question is... Um, 
How is it that in this unfortunate lockdown environment and staff having to work from home, that there is a complete lack of businesses looking for consultants that can help them with understanding collaboration tools, by which uh, Martin means to set up the configuration, do the training. Is he missing something or uh, because he actually thought they would be chomping at the bit. The, the only thing he can suggest is that they're all uh, thinking that this will be over uh, very soon and they will all can get back to normal. So that's the, the question is, what do we think? I think it's a very good question. I think that I thought it was going to be over and done within a few weeks. And that was kind of eight weeks ago. Everybody kind of thought that. Yeah, indeed. So I'll throw in my thought. My thought is it's about money. Uh, I think that they do think it will come back eventually. But I also think that they don't know how long it's going to take. So they don't really want to invest money yet. It's true. It's true. Now, I have to say today is Monday the... 18th of May and I just heard this afternoon that the Moderna is one of the, the pharma companies that the, the thing that they're developing has proven very very successful so their stock went up with 30% today or something uh, but all the other stocks also went up because if we finally have a cure then life can go back to normal stuff like that so it was a really good day for my uh, stock portfolio today Okay, so if I start a rumor tomorrow that it won't work... Yeah, everything will go back to shit, yeah. <laughs> but uh, to come back to the question of Martin, absolutely, I think so as well. So what I personally have seen is that uh, a number of customers that were saying, look, Teams is not really for us. Um, it's it's a bit... We, we don't really have a business case for it. And then... Uh, corona hit and then they were all knocking at my door saying we need to implement this we got a board of uh, directors meeting and we all need to have this and everybody needs to work from home so it all needs to work um but then what i've seen and what i've heard from other people as well is that everybody just uh, turned it on turned on teams uh, gave a pretty brief description of what it is and how you need to use it and that's it Nothing more. So all the governance, all the deep functionality that you get, the, the, the proper uh, SharePoint uh, workings, proper collaboration, document management, best practices, templates, stuff like that, that's not really being developed, I think, because a lot of companies are actually thinking that everything will go back to normal and then they can get rid of Teams again. But then so again, do you actually think... But then again, maybe not. <laughs> but then again, no. My last last point. Then again, I think so many people are enjoying working from home so much. Maybe not full time, but at least a few days a week. That uh, I think that there will definitely be a proper need for structural working from home and structural collaboration, knowledge management uh, tools to actually be out there. I got asked the question, why the freaking heck we're talking about this? Everybody else is. Every podcast I hear is how to work from home and how to do this and looking after the well-being. I ain't sure. But I will quote and, uh, and do a shameless, shameless plug for another podcast that, uh, that I speak on. Actually, funny <laughs> enough, Marin, I'm starting a new podcast, a new concept of podcasts okay. uh, that actually include music and stuff. 
So uh, all mm. especially for the joggers, you know, so they can. So uh, you know that that they invented like hundred years ago something called radio with music and people talking that you can listen to. Yeah, I think it's time it came back. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, anyway, so I got old Tony, who we've been talking about trying to get something together for a while, oh, and uh, yeah. we was talking on Friday, and he's, he's a change manager, change director, uh, works for a very large shipping company, and of course. You can't build a ship and have social distancing at the same time. Um, but he rolled out teams and they did it in a day. The what now? Yeah, that's right. You was uh, a bit late then. You should have been on the mark. You know, you should have. Oh. It should have been something like, Ooh, what? Just a minute. Let me do this. So yeah, I've spoken to Tony and and they did teams in a day. Q Marin. There we go. Yeah, basically they were all on Skype for business. And the day okay. that they moved out, they changed everybody over to Teams wow. in one day. Just like that. Uh, he says, kind of as a change manager, if somebody ever says to me again, oh, no, the governance needs to be sorted out and we need to do this pre-stuff and post-stuff, he says, I just sit there and say to them, we changed over Teams in a day. Wow. That, that is pretty yeah. spectacular. But it is, again, actually. Isn't, the, isn't his job as a change manager kind of finished if they can just... I kind of said the same to him, really. But, of course, his change is more around thousands of people working on a boat rather than uh, doing yeah. IT change. I get that. But, but it was an interesting concept that people went out. Uh, we had, you know, uh, in the bank that I'm, I'm playing with at the moment, they had 5,000 people that kind of uh, needed to get working. And our, our VPN was really used uh, for odd people working from home mm -hmm. so our mm -hmm. problems weren't in the applications our problems were in the connectivity uh, yep. and we were in the middle of a project putting new proxy servers in so uh but it mm -hmm. focused us focused us on all of that kind of stuff and it was um uh, casb proxy servers too so it's been an interesting journey so I far but no uh, that's idea part of what that is but um, i believe you mm -hmm. yeah no it uh, it was fun i learned a lot about it too so but, uh, cool. but there we go. Yeah. Um, so, Martin, um, I'm not sure they'll come screaming, knocking on your door uh, at this moment in time. We've actually seen a, a drop in phone calls for the last four or five weeks, although it's picking up a little bit, Marin and I were saying earlier. So people are prepping with their new contracts and, and all those kinds yeah. of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, if I was a, a big business, I'm not sure that I would want to have a whole bunch of new contractors starting that I don't actually get to meet and see eye to eye and, and have to interview remotely. And then my, uh, I was talking to a small yeah. business, kind of 40 people the other day, and they made an interesting statement about this working from home stuff. So they're, they're big enough to actually have to do own working. And he said, mm -hmm. the one thing that I've noticed is those people that you had to watch before, you have to watch more now. And those that you didn't have to watch that just got on with work just gets on with work. And yeah. it's kind of hasn't really changed, except it's more difficult to kind of track people and work out what they're doing. True, true. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's get I on get some that. tech. All right, yeah. because people like to hear about us talk for three minutes on tech. And then whiskey. <gasps> whiskey, another one from the special mm. box. Orkney oh, yeah. Islands, 18 years old Orkney Islands. 15, this I think. This one yeah. is, is it? It's, it's 2002, 15? it says on the bottle. Yeah, but I think it's it was a 15-year-old. So bottled in 17 and sitting in a bottle for three or four. That's fine, but uh, I, I, I 
didn't look at the details. Yeah, but, uh, doesn't matter. It's got an interesting nose, so we'll see how that pans out. So yeah, yeah. I've see got some out. ideas so, about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got some ideas as well. He's yeah. full of ideas today. Full yep. of ideas. Yep, 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 yep. yep. All exactly. right. Uh, booking. You're either going to turn it off or you're going to live with it for the next few weeks. What are you doing? Turning it off or leaving it on? Oh, I, I think it's it's uh, it depends, of course, like every good thing. But what I I, I don't think for, for a business like, for example, the bank, where you're working or um, yeah, some of my larger customers, I don't think that booking is really good for them. They also might have something, but I've got a few uh, smaller customers and I think bookings would be awesome for them. So um, one of my customers is actually a retirement home and they're actually uh, opening up again. So no, no, but for, for the last two months, People, people couldn't visit their uh, relatives. So, for example, old, uh, old people couldn't, uh, where one of the partners was living in the retirement home and the other one was still living at home, they couldn't see each other for two months. They couldn't be in the same room anymore. So now things are opening up again and there are some rules in place. Like, for example, you can have uh, only three visitors uh, per floor every day. So for for them, I actually created a bookings page where they can actually say, okay, on Monday, I actually want to go visit my uncle or my grandfather or my wife or my whatever. And they can go to the bookings page and they can actually see, okay, on Monday, there's still room between two and three, for example. So they can uh, book that hour to be there and... Uh, to take up a space. Now, the other company that I'm working for in the um, in the Netherlands, um, they're also going to use bookings to do uh, practice social distancing. So what we did is we, well, we they're, actually... They're only practicing so-called social distancing. No, they're they not doing it for do real. It. They're just practicing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Go on, they're sorry. Doing that. No, no, they're doing that. So what we did is for every island work island that we have we created uh, a resource in uh, bookings and you can actually book that resource on a day so that there's only one person every day at every island so that we have enough social distancing so we kind of use that uh, booking system to uh, to do that so if you want to go to work uh, to the office on wednesday you can actually uh, check if there are still some islands available if there are you can book an island and you can just go uh, to the office if you want to so all the islands have now got names like cuba and uh, havana oh yes yeah. hq yeah uh, the green side so how many on islands? the left yeah you're going to iceland oh is that the one near the window yeah it's the cold one <laughs> <laughs> On the north side, and the, yeah. <laughs> the Falkland Islands. Oh, that's on the roof. It's a bit windy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Different island names. I like yeah. it. Actually, that's a really good idea. I'd not thought about that. I had thought about it years ago, but not in terms of uh, the idea of kind of managing the social distancing. No. Of course, you could mm-hmm. just save the effort and take the next available chair. But I guess what you're saying is that there's only four, there's a quarter or less or whatever yeah, so, spaces. So I like that. Yeah, we've got eight um, eight uh, islands, work islands, and normally every island would have uh, room for four people. Uh, but in these cases, we'll uh, only allow one person per island. 
So this case, uh, oh, this way they, they can actually book it up and, and see uh, what day they can go to the office. So I think bookings is quite positive, but what I don't get is for the majority of people, bookings is not a core requirement in any way, shape or form. But Microsoft True. are saying, okay, we're going to release it and turn it on. Yeah. And if this you don't want it, you've got to go turn it off. Yeah, there's something for, for smaller businesses. Absolutely. Although I do I like the idea that's, of this that's maybe, booking, though. I think I may well... We shouldn't really talk at the same time like this. So no, after you, my friend. Now go. No, 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 you go ahead. I, I already... No, uh, sister, it's your fault. It's your turn. Oh. Go no, on, I, then, if you like. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, that I, is bad. I didn't okay. tell you it was going to be one of those days. It is bad. I apologize. I apologize. You go. go. On, you can go now. No, I bet you can't remember anymore what you're going to say, can you? No, no, I can. I, I was actually going to say that for larger companies, you can also use it to do whatever kind of resource that you want to manage it. You, you can you can even manage a, a meeting room if you really want to, for example. Yeah, it's, or you could just use Exchange to manage yeah, your bookings but, in your meeting rooms. Yeah, but if but you that's really fine. Want I get it. <laughs> It doesn't matter that we can see each other on this phone today, does it? We're kind of stepping on each other's toes. It's my fault. I'm, uh, I'm not focused. That's. Okay. I went to IKEA this weekend. Oh, you're well, you were one of the five million people that were standing outside IKEA. You got no. Dimes. I got dime bars. Oh. Dime bars. And I've just been to the bag of dime bars and found my kids were sticking the wrappers back in, making it look like it was full. <gasps> and I kept pulling oh. empty. How dare they? Oh. But. Uh, I didn't Naughty. have to stand outside, but what was interesting was the the self charging counters was not self charging, so um, okay. it was like going in the army. It was you will stand in that square there, and there was literally a yellow taped square that you had to stand in, and then somebody walked and did all of your uh, charging, and then they walked away, and then they said you can now move to that square and pay, yeah. and now I could sit there and pay. It was very regimented. And in the that shop bit actually... where I bought me, me dime bars, they were, uh, okay, I'm going to move away from the till. Uh, you can then, can you, sir, please stand in that square there? And there were literally big squares marked on the floor. So I always thought, yes, staff protection. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was good fun. But it wasn't too yeah. busy. It was, uh, I hadn't been to IKEA. just fancied a day, something, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually heard there were really long lines at the IKEA's, but uh, no, not in the one you, where you were. So that's good. No, uh, and uh, we, they were still only letting two people in at a time, and I stupidly didn't catch it quick enough. So uh, Anna was with us, and Sarah. So Anna went and sat a red book in the car. It's, oh uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, but what I sit there and smile about all this, and it's a laugh, and. You know, we have to get people back to work and the technology has to be done and all those kinds of things. And we talk about we'll forget all of this stuff in a few weeks. I don't know whether we will, uh, whether there's a vaccine or not. It's just the next pandemic that comes around the corner, potentially. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the new normal is going to be like. It's you scary. It's, uh, yeah. it's actually a little bit scary. Like you, you just don't know what it's going to be. What, what is the next thing going to be? Yeah. No, and I think you get a different attitude to people. Some people go, man, this working at home is brilliant. You know, and other yep. people that go, 
give me give me some people to talk to i know one thing is i'm having more meetings than than anything at the moment everybody yeah. wants to talk to you whereas before that didn't seem to happen so much so so yeah i'm be interesting and also we used to work from home so you had some peace and quiet yeah so work from home nobody will bother you, you can get on and do stuff that's going to disappear so i think the yeah. new normal be interesting to see where it all comes out yeah i think so i think so yeah we're gonna, I had we're some, gonna uh, see yeah i had some really interesting advice from microsoft while i was uh, busy working trying to sort out live meetings okay. so we haven't we haven't yet rolled out teams it's on our next quarter for lots of good reasons and uh, we needed to do a live meeting uh, you're one of these ceo broadcasts that uh hey microsoft how can we do this yeah well i don't really want to roll teams licenses out i don't mind rolling stream out need to set this up and the guy went it's dead easy you don't need licenses just go a few people on teams set up the live meeting send them the link did that and uh, of course everybody that was presenting was perfect because they'd already got the client and yeah. everybody else no license so they was constantly logging in getting kicked out logging in getting kicked out just a minute this is supposed to work really? of course it's a setting the setting yeah. basically says Public meetings. Yes, oh, exactly. So, just a minute. so my bank CIO wants to talk to the rest of the organization and your advice was to actually have an open meeting, a public meeting with no protection or authentication? Maybe not. Yes, I got stamped upon rather bigly by the uh, security team on that one. So yeah. thank you for that advice, whoever you were. I'm not going to start naming names. Johnny B. No, no, it's not really Johnny B. I'm trying. Um, but uh, yeah, so the, so that little game is still ongoing. But it was all part of the fun. Yeah, but it, fun. actually, I have to say, it it sounded like a good idea. Like, oh, you want to talk to a lot of people? Don't worry, you can just do a public meeting. It's all good. But then again, you're in a highly regulated environment, so yeah, maybe having a public meeting is not a good idea. I get that. It was. Uh, I think it was a bit of a an example of how people are a bit rushed at the moment. So I listed down uh, before the meeting all the things and the requirements that mm -hmm. we didn't want to do, and that uh, we've we've got conditional access enabled and all the really tough security stuff in place that sort of gets in the way of uh, of doing the simple stuff. And yet they just went, nope, just you don't need to do that. Just send it down; it'll work. Nope. And of course, I was stupid enough probably not to ask how. You know, I just kind of thought, oh, well, I'll work it out when I set it up. So uh, the, the best advice they gave me, and I mm -hmm. get advice to anybody else that is attempting this for the first time, is you should test, test, test. You should test, test, oh, and test, um, yes. and test. Yes. And if you have some time, you should test and test and test. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. uh, I actually yeah. had, had the same thing happen to me uh, this morning, but it was not an Office 365 uh, application. It was something else. It was a, um, a CV uh, application, so a job site. And uh, the idea was that we got some kind of iframe code snippet that we could put in, uh, in our uh, intranet. And if people would click on it, they would go on, on a certain uh, job position that they would click on it and that they can actually apply for that job but it's a public job uh, website thingy and actually the the hiring manager thought that if we had that code on our intranet and people would click on the position 
that they would automatically that they could automatically uh, apply for that position without uh, giving their name and their email address and all the things that you do when you uh, apply for a job online so that they would have this um, what's the word that I'm looking for a single sign-on uh, with that yep. external company mm -hmm. so that that was the impression that she had so yeah that didn't fly as well so test 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 definitely yeah no I mean we know that uh, we kind of test all these things it's, it's what we do of course and it doesn't matter how many times or how many other people have rolled something out the the f the finite number of different combinations and settings from your internet connection outside your organization to come in to the laptop yeah. to get some data is is immense is absolutely it's immense we, we today did some work on um uh preparing for voice on teams so you know 18 months down the line kind of thing Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, we yeah. we will do an assessment and all that kind of stuff. So we did a kind of little thirty-minute brainstorming session. And in terms of the different voice services we have, so things like meetings, things like phones, things like video calls, things like la 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 la, all those kinds of services you need to consider. The list stopped after a short while at about twenty-three different service items. Wow. I know it. It, so it that, kind of mounts up. Is that considered shadow IT or? No, nope, they're really. just different things that have been done to make different services work over the years. And of course, now what you've got to do is start defining what each one of them is. Yeah. Um, so, and I haven't done this for a long, 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 long time. Um, I mean, I used to install PABXs when I was a mere lad. Um, and when uh, I you know, was a lad, I when I was a lad, so, uh, I would set up voice networks for you know stockbroking uh, banking companies and all that kind of stuff. I haven't done it for a long time, so I'm really looking forward to this next year to uh, sort of working with the uh, the voice team on pulling this together and try and work out where we're at. Um, but there are millions to be saved. I'm I'm mm -hmm. just you know the 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 whole voice market. It's been going on for so long now with so many specialists, whether it's, you know, Cisco voice over IP or whether, whether it's PABX as an incoming lines or, or wherever, whether it's a delivered service. Uh, and Microsoft are not the kind of cheapest in the world, but because you've already got the infrastructure in place, there's real opportunity for saving, um, you know, just on, on, on the standalone services alone. When you, when you kind of got teams out there already, so all you need to do now is to add a little bolt on that gives you meeting and conference calling on your Teams service, That's mm -hmm. it's a three-minute go. I need 200 licenses, bang. Give it to these people, bang. Sorted. And you pay, by the time you do a good negotiation with Microsoft, a few cents a month. Well, it's more than a few cents, but it's around a euro, and it's, it's Christ, it's cheap compared to four or five to for a lot of the other services that you get. So oh, there, there's some great yeah. opportunities there. So I'm looking forward to this year as we start to work out where we go and then take it from there so all right all right okay so uh, let, yeah, let's so. let's let's turn turn back again to tony and his one day approach of releasing uh, themes for the whole organization because it's a pretty big organization right uh, a few, yeah yeah they, they build these little rowing boats yeah, <laughs> that would send you like these little containers to the other side of the world. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. yeah, they're huge. They're huge container ships, and well, actually, I think he, I think he said they work in the dredging industry and the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah, they're big boats. Yeah, they're but do boats. you do you know how they? Because like, okay, they flipped the switch to go from Skype to Teams. I get that, but uh, his job as a change manager. Maybe we should just get him on the podcast and just uh, let him explain it. But how how did it? it as a change management thing, how did that go? Did he prepare for months in advance to have the correct uh, emails out and have the correct people talking to each other and have demos set and champions and stuff like that? Or did they just flick the switch? In the day. Can you imagine? Okay, here's the timetable for is our change, is our change and communications plan 901, uh, <laughs> team, team meets, decide 903, we send out the first communication letters, 905, we check if there's any complaints, uh, 10 o'clock, yeah, I, I don't well, think so. I, I don't know if they just, yeah. No, I think they touch the approach that says, if you want to talk to anybody, you click the Teams button now. Yeah. That was their change strategy. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, call the help desk with the same button. <laughs> if it doesn't work, click the Teams button. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think it's a particularly... I don't honestly know what situation they were already in. I, I don't know the details. Um, but bottom line is, even if they were technically ready for it to go, you still at some point have to kind of say, say hey... I'm going to trust the workforce to kind of just work this out, you know, and that's the thing that we're finding a lot. People are working from home. They need a new monitor. Okay. Well, go buy one. Okay. How much can I spend? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. hundred euros. Um, and all of a sudden in no time at all, the word went around where the cheapest, best monitors were because nobody could actually work out how to do it. So new Mm -hmm. monitor expense claim in it goes. Okay. No it person to connect it up do the driver uh blah 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 plug yeah. it in the hope for the best help. but yeah. but it did yeah. and it yeah. and i just wonder whether people are kind of too mollycoddled they're they're a bit too soft with them and and i get we're a fintech okay i do understand we're a kind of tech company and banking kind of isn't you know uh you know emptying bins and cleaning stuff uh so it's kind of a switched onish people but as you say you would sit there and put lots and lots of reasons for not doing this in place. Um, mm-hmm. we, we're banging forms out on a, on a different client. And uh, again, quite regulated. Um, and uh, we need forms because everybody's working from home and they're starting to use third-party tools to interact with each other during meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, mm-hmm. okay, we can turn forms on. It's easy. Just da-da-da, bang. Yeah, but what about, what about, what about? You know, we'll turn forms on and we'll tell them that this is all you can use it for, but we won't change anything. So there's a new service, forms. It's purely to do um, polling during your WebEx. And this is how you do it. Video, bang, 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 job done. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. And then you go, just a minute, that's easy then, isn't it? It's when you do the what if scenarios. Okay. Okay. What can go wrong with this? Well, somebody might make a 75-page survey. Well, nobody will answer it, so let's not worry about that one. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the day... That's the whole governance discussion, of course. 
but it's the oh non-governance discussion. Yeah. So I'm not going to work out what they can't do. I'm just going to tell them what they can do. And I find that so refreshing. Yeah. So we're also that. already yeah. talking about some of the other apps and everything else. Now, okay, you can't do that with Teams. I get. I don't know how quickly you can roll Teams out. Maybe we'll talk about that in a minute. But it was refreshing to have this process of, you know, how are we going to roll this out? And then, of course, the people that define the licenses were going, so how do I make this available to everybody? Because we've got it turned off at the moment. Okay, a bit of PowerShell script needed yeah. here. Well, mm-hmm. we use these groups and those groups, and uh, okay, we'll we'll work it out. But it, it they're yeah. just technical hiccups. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was rather an interesting yeah. uh, interesting process. So um, and hopefully your, that'll kick off. Yeah. So your point is that the whole Corona thing, everybody working from home, actually helped digital literacy quite a lot because everyone now had to kind of do it on their own without somebody to hold their hand and and do it for them we got a uh a, a disc and this disc is nearing fullness okay it's kind of getting close so um we need x tens of thousands to put some high-end disks in there and da, da, da. but just a minute we've got a cloud over here that's empty yeah well when are you going to migrate stuff well uh, yeah really we've got to be concerned we've got to be worried about um these 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 tools with links in that might not work afterwards and uh mm-hmm. do you not know do you know where they are no uh they well you know people just do it themselves so they're responsible for it this is the definition of shadow it you know mm-hmm. um just hold on a minute. So we don't do this. Then we're going to spend this on the disk. No, we're not going to spend on the disk. Then we need to find a solution. Okay. Then we will find two or three terabytes by forcing people to drag and drop their OneDrive stuff on there. There are solutions every time. Yeah. But you've got to have the courage to accept a failure rate. So hashtag screwed up. Okay. We, you, you've heard me mention this before. So try it. Talk to 100 people. Tell them to move their OneDrives. Um, find out how many will fail. Find out whether acceptance, uh, failing 20 people is acceptable. Find out whether a file not working is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you've got to kind of make the choices and, and see what happens with it. Accept the risk rather than mitigate every risk. Yeah, because that will be much more expensive. Yeah, it is expensive, it's true. Um, but part of the problem is that as organizations, and it doesn't matter what kind of organization it is, everybody thinks that IT has to be 100% or as close to 100% as possible. No, just some parts of IT need to be 100%, like where your main data is, where your processing powers are, where your CAD files are if you're manufacturing, where your HR systems are. All of those things, I would not turn off and say, let's find out whether they work. If I can pull this plug out and plug it back in again over there, and if I do it within five seconds, the disks won't slow down too much. So we should be good. Maybe not with your HR or your finance systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Good point. So now what we're going to talk about we, before we head to the whiskey. Okay. Um, one of the things that we well we we kind of are doing a few things every for the last few podcasts. Okay, let me start again. For the last few podcast episodes, we've always had this recurring thing. 
So we had our <laughs> Dear Jeff Dear section. Jeff. And we always also like briefly touched on one of the new things that is coming. One of the message center things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got a pretty cool message center thingy. Ooh. Is it another? One, one that you're going to like. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Especially today. Yeah. Go on then. Do you remember this uh, little girl called Cortana? Oh, I loved Cortana, and they killed her mm, off. No, Cortana she's coming back. She is Ooh. coming back. Yeah, just a minute. She's not coming back as a zombie, is she? Because I don't like <laughs> zombies. I get frightened <laughs> of zombie movies. No, she's coming back into your uh, email inbox, actually. I saw an email. I saw something about that, but didn't read it. Yeah, so, so what, what you're going to get is every morning you're going to get a briefing email, just like when you're the CEO of a 100,000 people company, uh, you're going to get a briefing email in the morning saying, okay, these are the meetings that you're into today. You might uh, work on, on, on those. Uh, these are the, the, the tasks that are still open, so uh, you, you might need to al uh, allocate some time to do that as well. So that's that's the that's the whole thing. I know it's not what you've been hoping for, but that's what we're gonna that's get. That's okay. I get it. I used to quite like those emails when they turned up. So the the uh, the Cortana notifications, and they were on my oh, my Windows phone as well. Um, but um, the question I was going to ask is: It going to be defaulted on, or uh, do you yes. have to start and the there... service? There is a um, in the in the message center uh, post is uh, the the actual code uh, PowerShell code that you need for it to turn off. Oh, I might forget to tell somebody that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's actually the same thing as those as those focus uh, time email thingies. So it's it's probably gonna be just like that. Oh, okay, the um, my analytics thing. Yeah, yeah, but this one will be daily. The my analytics is very masculine, isn't it? Hey, you went and spent fourteen meetings and still did your email, you naughty, naughty boy. But Cortana's going to be, hey, baby, wow, you have got some meetings today. You are such a big boy. You can do <laughs> all these meetings back to back. Yeah. <sighs> Yep. And I'm going to sit there and go, oh, Cortana, give me a coffee, babe. <laughs> oh, that would, that would be awesome if, if she would get a, make a, a proper coffee, yeah. Yeah, I think I can think of something better for Cortana to do than make a coffee in the morning. <laughs> but I was, just, I was just thinking to myself, there's an extra business here to actually create the Cortana voice, you know, so you oh, know, yeah. she could actually mm -hmm. speak to you. So there's an Outlook add-on. And uh, you can actually, she becomes your personal assistant in more way well, than one. There's actually this functionality to read emails aloud. So if we would have the Cortana voice reading the Cortana briefing email aloud every morning, then I think we're nearly there. I think we nearly are. Okay, I think, uh, okay, so auditions will be 10 o'clock on Monday. All right, you need to phone this number and uh, we'll send you the brief, the yeah. Cortana. I wonder whether there's a real Cortana voice. There so, is. Can you, there is. Heard, can you remember this? There is. Who is it? Uh, I don't know her name, 
But there is one because actually Cortana is the name of the computer system in the Halo uh, games on Xbox. So that's where oh, it, I remember that. that. Yes, that is where she originated from. And there was actually a person, a voice uh, person, actually speaking that voice. But then when it came to the Windows Phone and the uh, other things, then that same person was doing that voice as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. But I've, I have no me. idea who it was. In in Europe, did you have this? At the third stroke, it will be eight, twelve, yes. and thirty seconds. And I'll never forget, they used to change this lady, the, the voice that did that, every kind of 10 years. And they would actually, because oh. of course it was on tape and then it was on yeah. digital and they had to re-record it. And it was instant fame. I am the speaking clock. Nice. So maybe it's the I am the millennial Cortana, babe. All right. All right. Now, I but of course, in this, analytics guy. in this day and age of the Alexa and the Siri, I don't know if there's still room for a Cortana as well. But I think this is where Microsoft have been clever, haven't they? In that they have said, you know, we are going to be number one in the business world. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of decisions they've made since um, our friend Sat... Sat... I forgot our the chief exec's Satya name. Satya Satya, yeah. that's the one. Okay. Satya. I, mm-hmm. I apologize. I know he listens to our podcast, so I should apologize <laughs> for forgetting his name. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Satya, uh, I, I really, really do applaud the direction that you took the organization in in saying, look, you know, there's no point trying to be number one in in web search. There's no point trying to be number one in you know, the lady voice that does the thing for you. There's no point trying to be number one in mobile phones. Although talking about mobile phones, it's getting near summer and I'm kind of getting excited Duo. about the new Surface Duo. phone. Duo. Just, shh, 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 shh. Just a minute. Um, um, anyway. I, I actually read some direction. news about that as well this morning. That they're gonna Tease be, me in a moment. Tease uh, me in a moment. No, no, give me a second. Let me finish off this thing. Okay, so, okay, okay. Um, but I, I did I did really want to say that I think the idea of putting this into business was cool. And I do remember at uh, SharePoint, the last SharePoint in Vegas, uh, they did a Cortana stuff with business. So they linked <laughs> it yeah. to, uh, you know, uh, how many people at this conference are aged between 20 and 22? And that was the query that you then fed into the database. So, you know, that to me was where they started going, you know, maybe there is a business kind of uh, effect here. So we'll see Mm -hmm. where it goes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you were saying there was some uh, duo news this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the screens are going to be AMOLED uh, screens. So that means nice nice blacks. Um, It is going to be on the older Snapdragon core. Because if they wanted to use the new one, they also had to get the 5G chip and they actually already built the whole layout of the inside so they can't fit the new 5G chip in there as well. So they actually took the older one uh, and there's going to be a 11 megapixel camera as well. But just one, so not, not two. It's better to go with Duo 2 then and get a 5G phone. Perhaps, perhaps. Well, this this has been under wraps for almost a year now, so it's really time that they come out and and let us play with it. I think that's possibly right, and then I'll do what I usually do and buy it immediately and regret and wish I'd waited for two, which would come out a year later. 
Yes, exactly. But it will be fun. <laughs> exactly. Trouble is, I'm going to have to start exercising my arm again. Uh, to hold because that now, very hard. Hold it up in the air. No, no, just to hold it up in the air and go, look, guys, yeah, to walk in <laughs> yep, the office. It's me. I've it's got the duo surface foam. Here it goes. Oh, my arm aches. Doesn't matter. Just leave it there. Let people see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you expect this kind of call today? Kind what? of nuts today. I am nuts today. I hope this sounds okay when we play it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be. look, if anybody, if anybody really hasn't enjoyed this podcast, then might I just say at this point, tough luck. Oh. Um, you get the good and the bad, and today might have been the good for you or the bad for you. Um, but we started off by singing My Ding-A-Ling from Chuck Berry. What do you expect? Is it time to drink whiskey yet? It is definitely time to drink whiskey. <laughs> yes. The thing is, will it, will it get any better? <laughs> yep. Hey, listen, this is a podcast. We actually have done really, really well. I know we do a roundup normally at the end, but just because I'm in a nutcasey mood doesn't mean we didn't pull some cool information out. They heard about, you know, the new Surface stuff. We talked about how you could potentially do Teams in a quick way. And uh, some great uses for booking that people may not have considered. And one of them I'm going to take back to my boss tomorrow. I think that's a really good idea for, uh, you know, after the lockdown and doing the seat. So I'm definitely going to take on that. Mm -hmm. So, no, I think it's turned out to be a good podcast. Anyway, I'm going to smell some whiskey while you tell everybody about it. We're going to Orkney Islands. Yes, the Orkney Islands. I have no clue where they are. I didn't uh, look at that anyway. But you know your islands we talked about? We missed the Orkneys. We should have added the Orkneys next to the Falklands. Well, actually, the Falklands are south, but they're right at the top. Keep going upwards. Okay, okay. So um, the whiskey that we're going to taste today is also one from uh, Deer, Bear and Moose. So same thing as the 20-year-old Tobermory that we had uh, uh, two weeks ago. <sighs> Oh, that was good. Um, that was so incredibly good. That is definitely if, one of the five best whiskeys I've ever had in my life. The best podcast is number 35 because of that whiskey. If you've not listened yeah. to 35, listen to it just for that whiskey. It was amazing. Anyway, yeah. we're in the Orkney Islands, 2002. Yes. So this is a 15-year-old Orkney Island from Deer, Bear and Moose, which is the... Uh, bottling company, I think, uh, behind or one of the bottling companies behind Flaviar. Uh, yes, they don't call it a bottling company, do they? Because that's the the kind of just the mechanical stuff. What do they call them? It's um, I can't remember now. Doesn't matter. We, we talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So um, yeah, it's uh, a pretty um, a pretty uh, cool uh, islands whiskey. Uh, one of the of the cool things is that it is uh, cask strength, so it is fifty eight point five percent alcohol in there. So oh really? One. So yeah, fifty eight point. Not drive anymore. Fifty eight point five. Yeah. I think it'd be better if it was fifty nine, but fifty eight point yeah. nine would just have to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's from an <laughs> undisclosed distillery. On the Orkney Islands, and it's a 15-year-old uh, whiskey. Wow, it blows your brains off. Okay. Oh, I find that harsh. Ooh. 
Might that be because it's from an island and that it's not really... It's, it's uh, all to do with the rocks and the cliffs, I think. Wow. This is going to be one of those that needs the second taste. I mean, the nose mm -hmm. was delicious. Yeah, you can get the sherry as well on the second uh, after you've had a sip. But the smoke yeah, in the background and the and the uh, and the, the the smoke with the sherry was interesting. But <clears throat> mm. the aftertaste mm. goes on and on and on. Ooh, I'm not the only one that thinks it's harsh. <laughs> Ooh, the the well, definitely high alcohol percentage, definitely coming through. But the taste is so much better than the smell. I was smelling it is earlier it? because I, I already told you that before we started recording, yeah. I actually put a little bit in a glass. And I was smelling it and I was like, eh, this smells like lemons. And then I was watching the taste notes and I was like, nah, I can't really get those things. So I was kind of a little bit of, I was a little bit down, but wow, this is good. This is definitely good. So, um, what it says on the nose is uh, smoky on the nose with a lot of sherry going on afterwards. Uh, when I just opened it up, I had lots of lemons and 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 other things, but now I get the I get the sherry and the the warm and the the, the fruits and the, the things as well. Yeah, I am not sure about this. Okay. It is getting better on the second the second sip is kind of the first one just literally blew my head off it killed the size of my tongs but that that's fine it's not not my favorite kind of whiskey to to do that but mhm mm mhm mm but it does open up after a couple of uh, sips yeah it is there there's definitely a lot of alcohol in there that is definitely true maybe a little but I've bit had, I mean I've as I say, my apologies. We we have been stepping on each other today, and uh, yeah, no, don't worry, kind don't of the mood I'm in. But um, I've drank cast strength before, and uh, it isn't as uh, harsh as that. I'm going to put some water in it in a minute. I think it's going to make yeah, a I huge just, difference. I just I did, water. yeah. Mm -hmm. I just. Mm. But, but the nose really it's... is interesting. Yeah, and as you said, it is burning my uh, my side of my mouth away. Yeah. But that gives it that long finish, but it's not a subtle finish. I mean, if I look at the tasting notes here, it says long and enduring finish that has a lot to offer. It, it, it is long. True. I, I don't know what it has to offer. It's like an army invading and, and killing all the viruses and bacteria in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, it says lots of gentle and interesting spices are also present. It's I not mean, the spices not are definitely gentle. there. It's a bit like yeah. a chili. Yeah, it it's actually, quite oily as well. It actually reminds me a little bit of an Amrut uh, Indian whiskey, <laughs> as you said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, listen, we've drank some interesting whiskies, and. I think this has probably been the strongest. How, how can I describe this? 
the one certainly the depth from nose to flavor to the palate is huge yeah it, lots of subtle uh smokiness and some sherry which comes out after the first sip or two but uh, I find that the spices are, and the bite is so strong on the, the flavor that it's a huge difference. And yeah. I, I knew the same. When you tasted it, you could say, hey, this felt like it was going to be subtle, but it's not. Now, adding water really does bring out some of those subtleties. Yes, exactly. So I actually just did a little bit extra just to have that. Because I, I know that when you really water down some of the things, you really get a bunch of other tastes. Like, for example, wow, the, this... when you do that with a, like a Vulan 16, when you put a little bit too much water in it, it actually the coffee becomes... that comes out of that, yes. Yes, it, it becomes like a green tea. That's mm. brilliant. Yeah. Now, water with this really does make an interesting difference. That's mm. I like. And you can kind of get a fruity smell out of it once you've added some water. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Kind okay. of burnt orange and, and lemon mm. on the nose once you've added the water. Yeah. And the taste is uh, a lot more settling. Well, if you ever get a chance to uh, to drink this, it's Orkney Islands 2002. As we say, it's Deer, Bear and Moose. It's uh, it's the special label from uh, Flavier.com. Uh, great website in terms of whiskies and choices. Uh, really Don't quite like it a lot of time. They're not sponsoring us. No, they're not sponsoring us. So, yes, they could do. And uh, at the moment, I'm arguing about one or two things with them. But, uh, oh. listen, we've had some choices from them that yep. I wouldn't have got anywhere else. Absolutely. And to, to be honest, if I can find that Tobermory bottle... Uh, that we drank last time. If I can find it anywhere under 250 euros, I will buy it. Because that was... You've had some interesting times with your uh, auctions, your whiskey auctions as well just recently, haven't you? Yes, yes, yes. Because actually last week, um, so there was the, the Fice Isla, the, the whiskey festival of Isla. Um, uh, mm. And um, oh, instead of... What what you get is that these distilleries bring out their Fice Isla special whiskey uh, that week that you can then buy at the uh, distillery itself. But now you can just buy them online, but there are still limited quantities. So uh, Kilhoman, they had a special Fice Isla uh, whiskey. I think it's around 110 pounds or something um, that they just brought out. And I secured two bottles of it and they're on their way and they should arrive tomorrow nice yes i think i might have to break the quarantine rules and take a wander around <laughs> but these are these Please. are probably going into the investment range yeah oh come I on think... man that is so stupid listen everybody what i want you to do is moraine summers on twitter moraine summers okay just advise him that if you buy a whiskey it's for drinking it's not a stock in the share that you can get some interest off it's for drinking especially if you bought two bottles my man one for drinking one for investment we'll see we'll see <laughs> no we won't listen we'll he'll be saving it wow but I'm glad you got the bottles, at least well done there, especially yes. Killerman as well. I know that's yes. a, a distillery that you really quite like. I, I definitely like those people. Yeah, true. 
I think um, my taste buds are starting to come back after that. My tongue is starting to get less <laughs> numb now. Yeah, this was kind of a kill everything. Yeah, it was. They, they I don't think I've ever drank. It, a... They should have called this "kill and destroy." Kill and destroy. Kill tongue. Kill your tongue. Something like yeah, that in Irish. Kill your tongue. Yeah, but it's interesting. I've never drank a whiskey. We've not tasted a whiskey yet where I would turn it down if I had a chance to buy it. I think this is probably the first. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, when I buy it, I was, again, looking for some whiskey at the weekend and, and the stores were closed, so I, I will probably do that this weekend. Uh, just go a bit of a, a shopping spree. And, you know, my collection is, is getting quite large one way or another, but we're down to the last inches on a few of them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I came in with a Connemara uh, last night, and uh, yeah, I'm down to the last uh, half inch on the bottom of the bottle. Um, so I've come up with a new strategy. So I'm going to dr drink my bottles through the year, and when I get to the last uh, half inch, uh, I'm going to invite you round, and uh, we'll sit with all of the one-inch bottles, we're and gonna uh, you, we're going to finish them. We'll taste them all, and we'll do a special podcast tasting all the whiskies finishing and uh finishing yes it's our end of year finishing podcast and we'll finish the bottle so you have to do the same all right so any yes, bottles you get you I leave will. an inch in the bottom I and will. uh and we'll we'll do a, a tasting but i decided that that's what i'm actually going to do um i think that but, is a uh, brilliant idea yeah i think that's quite cool because they're like old friends aren't they you know it's i uh true. it's true yeah. i actually had a, a bog standard uh, Black Bush Irish whiskey bottle, and it's kind of nestled in the back of the collection somewhere. And I kind of went, nope, time to, to dig it out. And Black Bush is a kind of go-to whiskey in the in the Irish bars and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so nice just to take a, a, a glassful of it uh, and enjoy it. In fact, before that, I'd had the Kilbegan Rye. So I touched oh, yeah. on my rye, which is also yeah. rapidly emptying. Um, but then I went to, I, I, I know, I'll save you a little bit for Christmas. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, the Black Bush, and it was really kind warming, you know, just an old friend. Uh, I knew the taste, not that I have a memory for those kinds of things, but as soon as I tasted it again, I realized, you know, as a, as a, a younger man, that was my go-to kind of, oh yeah, I'll take one of those Black Bush, please. Uh, and away you went. But, uh, yeah, so it's quite nice. But this one, I, I won't be sorry if I never see a bottle again, to be fair. There you go. My opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's not one that I would buy as well. No. No. But that's what these tasting kits are for, aren't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so, to be honest, it, it has been a really interesting whiskey, as with many of them. But it's not one that I would, have, that I would buy. No, definitely not. It's a bit like a, a proof of concept, isn't it? You know, a proof of concept, we, hey, let's try and roll out uh, uh, Stream as a proof of concept. Let's uh, give it some of the business, find out what they do with it. There's never a bad proof of concept, yeah? Isn't there, hey, nobody liked it. Well, then we need to configure it differently. That tells us something. Yeah. So from a whiskey perspective, uh, I know that I would never... Might uh, get an, an Orkney Island whiskey now from 2002. Um, tasting is believing, it says on the label in the bottle here. Yes, I believe that yeah, I well, will pass on this yeah. one in future. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As is my right. 
I'm going to calm down. I think it's time to uh, wrap things up. I think it probably is. And I'm just going to say bye, folks. Time to Moraine to say his usual goodbyes. And he can say whatever he likes and go, thank God we've finished this podcast. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) As always, thank you all so very much for listening. Um, Follow Steve at uh, at SciSteve. Uh, follow me at, at Marijn Somers. Um, let us know what you think of it. Let us know what whiskies we should try next. Because, uh, yeah, let us know. Um, I think uh, we already got a few uh, good suggestions. Um, I also have a little bottle waiting for when Steve and I get to meet again. A little bottle of Edradur, which is the smallest whiskey distillery in Scotland and also one of my favorite ones. So one that I wow. uh, visited in March uh, when I was in Scotland. It's, it's awesome. Anyway. Um, I, can't, I can't believe that we had planned on being in Scotland this week for that uh, festival. Yeah. Yeah. That was my oh, first well. thought as well when I got the emails. Like, oh, we should have yeah. been there. Wow. Anyway, um, so that was that, and thank you all for listening. And um, talk to you all in two weeks. Bye, guys. If I give you a bottle, will that help you hit the road? That would be awesome. If only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an download it straight into the glass and you said i was the millennial all right out out thank you miss see you next time oh steve you know what you know what we forgot to talk about next time moraine on the next office this is fine